0: This is Library Nerds with Words, the podcast that gives you the word on all the cool, nerdy happenings at Peter White Public Library and the library universe beyond. From books and concerts to search engines and story times, the Library Nerds are in and ready to show you that being a nerd can be cool. Get ready. Get set. Get nerdy. Welcome back to Season 2, Episode 10 of Library Nerds with Words, the podcast that provides you with the word on all the cool things going on at Peter White Public Library and the library universe beyond from the people who know it best, library nerds. My name is Marty Ackett, and I'm the adult programming coordinator for Peter White Public Library. Coming back this week is library nerd superstar Lynette Suco, reference librarian here at Peter White. Welcome back, Lynette.
1: Thank you, Marty. I'm happy to be back.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm always happy to have you here. You know, we are almost four months into 2022. We just had our first Friends of the Library book sale of the year. Pink Flamingos recently took over the city as part of the Youth Services reading Winter Reading Program. The Great Lakes Poetry Festival is about to kick off, and Mary Doria Russell will be visiting Peter White at the end of April, and I know you have a subject on your mind that you want to share with us that has to do with some research reading that you have been conducting, Um, but before we get into your word for the day, we are going to play another round of Word on the Nerd. You know how this works. I'm going to ask you three library nerd questions, and you have to answer them for listeners. So, Lynette, are you ready to play
2: Word on the Nerd?
0: Lynette, this is going to be a little game of Would You Rather. I'm going to ask you three Would You Rather questions, and you have to truthfully answer them. Hopefully, you're ready for this, because sometimes these aren't easy questions. Um, Here's your first one. Would you rather be one of the world's leading experts in a single field, or be the most well-rounded and versatile person in the world?
1: Well, that is a very hard question. Of course, (laughs) everyone wants to be an expert at something. But I'm afraid my personality is more the other way where I'm always going, Oh, that's interesting. And I am trying to find out more about different things. And so I'm an expert at nothing, (laughs) but I do know a little about. Several million. So, so you're, very, you're
0: very well-rounded. I think that sort of describes most librarians, I think, you know, because, I mean, everybody, well, everybody that we work with has their own particular things that they're interested in, and then they and then they find out something else, and then they're, like, researching other right, stuff, yeah. too. Right, they another so,
1: tangent, yeah. So,
0: yeah, that's really, I mean, I like to think that I'm sort of an expert on poetry, <laughs> but, I mean, I, you know, I sort of dabble in everything, so... Yeah. um, uh, Okay. So you would rather than be just the most versatile person in the world. That's more. It's my goal in life. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It's a good goal. It's a good goal. Okay. Well. All right. Here's your second question. So that one was sort of easy for you, I think. Let's see how you do with this one. Would you rather go on a road trip to a vacation spot with your favorite fictional character, or go on a road trip to the setting of your favorite book?
1: So this one was really a little bit more challenging. To <laughs> so, uh, most of the fiction characters, like they're dysfunctional and they're not sure I'd want to travel with any okay. one of them or, they're, right. you know, like too perfect. No, they're not too perfect. That's why they're written about.
2: Right, right. And
1: so I would rather go on a road trip to and I haven't read this book but i have watched the dvds of this mystery series called okay. mystery road okay. set in western australia which is a state of australia and it's huge and okay. so they are set at the northern the northern coast or the northern part of western australia mm-hmm. and the the scenery is magnificent it's even more intriguing than the Southwest, which I okay. love, love, love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so this is um Jay Swan is the the main character of that, and I would definitely not want to travel with him. Oh,
0: not a good, not a good guy. Just <laughs> no. not a good guy. Okay, but you would want to go there and and I visit the place. I would never
1: go there because it's too far, but yeah. it's wonderful to look yeah. at. It's yeah, just amazing.
0: So it's a dream. So I'm going to throw one more at you. That's that's. What fictional character would you most least? I mean, I, I guess I'm trying to phrase this. The one of your favorite fictional characters that you would possibly go on vacation with, despite their failings and everything like that. Um, I don't
1: know. Are they, Are there any normal
0: ones? <laughs> I don't think so, because if you have normal, it doesn't make for an interesting book, exactly. does it? You know? Yeah. I mean, I mean, if you pick like someone from a mystery who's involved in mysteries, then you then you know you're going to end up like in the middle of a murder investigation or dead, (laughs) one or the other. So you can't really do that, you know? So, yeah, that's a a really hard one. I thought about that and thought about that. And I'm like, I don't think I'd want to go on vacation with any one of the books that I really love. No. No? I mean, it just, yeah, because there's... Just by just by the nature of it in fiction you have to have conflict and usually that conflict is something that is really exciting to read about, but you just absolutely don't want to have any part of happy
1: to read about it. Exactly.
0: (laughs) It's like I'm not gonna go um, I don't wanna be I loved Station Eleven. I don't wanna be well, we are in the middle of a pandemic, but yeah, but you know, I'm talking about a pandemic where everything shuts down. Yeah. Head, so. Yeah, I no, I don't want to do that. You know, I'll take the pandemic that we have here as opposed to the pandemic from Station Eleven. So all right. Here we go. Last question, Lynette. Would you rather eat the world's hottest pepper or fifty raw oysters?
1: No. Since I don't like raw oysters, I like cooked. Mm-hmm. I'd eat them cooked in a stew. You yeah, know, they're yeah, really yeah. good. I can't, guess I would eat the world's hottest pepper and just suffer <laughs> quickly. And then I'm done. Yeah.
0: yeah. And you could have like three gallons of milk next to you too. So you're drinking it as you're doing. Yeah. Um, I know. I, I my, uh, my brother loves like the hot sauces and the hot mm-hmm. peppers and stuff. And um, I just, I don't understand how people can do that. I personally would go with the raw oysters as opposed to the peppers. I I don't know. If you give me a bottle of champagne and some 50 raw oysters, you, I might
1: you just swallow them. You're right.
0: You that. just you could swallow them whole, not chew yeah. them, you know. You might get really sick. Ugh. But, yeah. you know, you're also not going to be sweating for the next 3 weeks. <laughs> so, all right. Okay. Well, there you have it. We have come to the end of another game of Word on the Nerd with guest nerd superstar Lynette Suko. Now it is time to hear what's on your mind, Lynette, and I know it has something to do with some books that you've been reading. So, Lynette, why don't you share with us the word. Lynette, what's your word for us today?
1: So today I have brought a lot of books about the Asian American experience, mm-hmm. and really, their influence on literature. And this started because I'm always looking for some great topics to write about, like what's newest at mm-hmm. Peter White. Mm-hmm. But um a bunch of books came by that were about Chinese, Japanese, and Korean um, subjects. you know the mm-hmm. the books were about those culture transitions into America. And I just thought they were there were so many of them at once. I, thought mm-hmm. I was intrigued, and I had to look for more. And so um, there are a lot of them. And so that's what I decided to do. My next, Your uh, next article, article on, on um, and the display um, will be at the entrance, displayed um, beginning Monday. So. Yeah.
0: And there's a lot of books. How are you going to choose? What I have already. Cho-
1: oh. oh. Oh, I always um, make a bookmark that has some of the more famous ones. Okay. And then I just choose, and then I trade them out a lot because I have so many. Right, right. So if you come on Monday and see a book, it might not be there Wednesday because I've traded it out if no Mm -hmm. one has already checked it out. Right. So I keep them moving so that um, people get to see a lot of the availability of what we have over that topic.
0: So why don't you tell us about some of these books that you're going to, they're going to be seeing
1: so to <laughs> uh, begin with cookbooks which already is up in the number 641 but there there are a lot of philosophy books too but i just mm. didn't really want to go there's so many mm-hmm. um, so i want to start with cookbooks and actually right before cookbooks is danny Seo's book conscious style home and he has written other books and he's on tv and so he's okay. an organizer he cooks a little mm-hmm. but he's a chinese um, person who uses of course his influences from growing up uh to inspire his um craft okay and so it's, he's really good and then the another tv kind of person is martin yan can cook i, that was I, I met i met him
0: i met martin yan once i was in new york and he was filming at the today show and he was coming out of the studio. And they, he had, like, a whole crew with him, and he had packed up all of his stuff, and he was coming out with these bags. And I was like, Yan can cook. And he looked at me, and he said, and so can you. Yeah. And so I got this picture with Martin Yan. He's
1: really personable. And he he was, was on his TV show. Yeah, so. he was really great. Yeah, and he did um, really do it with panache, you know, mm-hmm. he would throw things in the air and uh, just present <laughs> them so gracefully. So that was kind of fun. And it's mm-hmm. regular Chinese cooking. Mm-hmm. Then um, this is a book, a newer book called Asian Paleo. And mm-hmm. you know how people are into the paleo diet? Paleo diet. Yeah, food.
0: everybody and is. So
1: I thought, well, that's kind of cool. I,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I think that would be a great book to yeah. let people see. And then if they're still looking for great cooking experiences, there's the Japanese Grill.
0: Ooh. And
1: so it's steak. Seafood and vegetables. Everybody
0: well, loves to barbecue. And
1: <laughs> <the> <laughs> and soon, That wow. might be another interesting one. But there are so many Korean cookbooks, mm. so many Chinese cookbooks, a little fewer Japanese. But now there's also another one by Jet Tilla, whom I don't know. I haven't heard of yet, but he's mm-hmm. done a couple of cookbooks already. Okay. And he is... Um, an expert in Thai cooking. And so that's a brand new one, but I couldn't bring it today because it's already checked out and it's been checked out repeatedly oh so it
0: must be really popular <laughs>
1: yes so that is one to look for
0: okay all right
1: Definitely.
0: and I haven't had lunch so all of this talking about food is making me making me hungry not so much the 50 raw oysters of the world's hardest oh, pepper but no. this but this uh, is oh. making me look
1: at these covers I, I know just, um, amazing.
0: <laughs> you you just held up the, the the barbecue one and I'm like I could really go for that <laughs> So
1: okay.
0: <laughs> I, uh, as long as long as it's got the sauce on it, I'd probably eat it. So
1: <laughs> we're gonna move into um, the Spark Joy by Marie Kondo, who okay. also has some T V series on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And she also has another book, The Life Changing Magic of Tidying Up. So mm-hmm. she's kind of famous and we have two of her books. Okay. But they're well worth taking out. They're very interesting. Okay. And then,
0: oh, here we uh, go. We're going to <laughs> to
1: poetry, Marty. Yay. <laughs>
0: All right.
1: So, this is called Yellow Rain. It's by Mai Der Vang. Mm-hmm. And he is, uh, she. is or, she, sorry, <laughs> um, Vietnamese mm-hmm. and writes about the chemical warfare that was used in Vietnam during right. the Vietnam War.
0: Yeah. Way. Yeah.
1: And it's just heart wrenching. And also informational because she also um, does some graphic art with articles from newspapers Mm -hmm. that is like little bits of information that pop out from the pages as you go. The format is really good and the information is really good. Mm -hmm. So although heartbreaking because you have to relive what the Vietnamese people lived during that time. And,
0: and it's a subject that not a lot of people are aware of. And it's, it, it's I mean, serious. and she's, and she's a really beautiful poet too. So um, yeah, just a, just a great book. I mean, and, and it's beautiful to look at too yes. when you're, when you're going through it.
1: Paperback and I was, well, it's a, you know, full-size paperback. Mm-hmm. And um, I was thinking... Oh, it's just a paperback, but it's a great paperback. It's a great,
0: it's a great paperback. Yeah, it's just a beautiful, beautiful. beautiful if you love poetry or if you love history, that's a book for you.
1: If you love graphic art. Yeah, it,
0: It's Another. Just yeah.
1: Covered every base.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really great.
1: So then, moving on. Mm-hmm. Is, so I'm kind of back on cooking, but this is a biography of David Chang,
2: okay.
1: who does um, Ugly Delicious and some other food shows on TV. Okay. And he also has been on the chef show with John Favreau. Wow. So you know he's he's been televised a lot and he travels around the world and takes that camera with him. And so this is his biography of the Korean influence on his cooking and on him as a person.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. So it's, it's, so it's like memoir and cooking together?
1: Well, uh, he, he might have a little bit of cooking, but mostly it's memoir. Right. But yeah. It, it's all about how he came to this point. So it's really... Good. He was kind of a grumpy guy, you know. When I first saw him on TV, I'm going, mm. but then I really <laughs> liked him. He was so enthusiastic about cooking.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: And here, this is a tribute to my husband, who loves to watch the Ip Man on okay. TV over right. over. He loves adventure films.
0: Okay. And so
1: this is a biography, uh, a portrait of a kung fu master.
0: And it's Ip Man port portrait it, of a. Con- I don't know him at all. The
1: Ip Man. Um, it's Ip Ching.
0: Okay. And
1: um. He was um, a fighter, and there is a political story that goes along with it in the movie, okay. and probably in here, too. Uh, so that All is right. kind of interesting. All I'm right. just trying to give you, like...
0: you oh, and story. this is great. Everybody, Everybody's probably listening to this and writing down <laughs> names and stuff and titles and stuff. There's yeah.
1: so much going on. And so this is Amy Tan, one of my favorite writers. And so mm-hmm. this is her biography of... How she reconnected with her mother after years of like, you know, shedding those uh, right. Chinese roots and going to the other side of the country to New York, and then coming back to take care of her aging mom mm. and reconnecting with that cultural um, everything, you know.
0: Right. Right. So, yeah.
1: Um, her cultural childhood. So, her um, mother
0: was a, a little demanding, uh, from what I remember. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
1: yeah very exacting. Yeah. So this is good, and of course. You know, I'm going to jump ahead to her books, which are The Joy Luck Club, which is such a great um, uh, showing how the second generation Chinese who were born in America or Mm -hmm. grew up in America, at least, have had to come to terms with their parents. And so there's a lot of biographical stuff in her book.
2: Mm -hmm. And she said that
1: the second book that she wrote was The Kitchen God's Wife. That was her mom's book. About her mom's life in okay. China. Okay. All right. So
0: look, she's just. Um, it's so great. good. so yeah.
1: good. Yep. Yeah. And then I have *Mash*, the book about the oh. army surgeon who was in Korea during oh, wow. the Korean War. Okay. Oh, I've never read this book. I've only, you know, seen the TV right. series. But then I was reading little bits of it, and I'm going. that's really cool and they used parts of it in the tv series oh they
0: did okay yeah Yeah.
1: so and one of
0: my favorite shows i love mash Mash. yeah
1: sometimes you just cry and cry
0: oh i know i know it's such a great show it
1: was a good a very good show Mm -hmm. um i mean they made so many jokes on it but there were some some
0: there were some really serious episodes in there really serious yeah i in fact i don't know why this happened but last night I came across something on on the internet when I was doing something. It was the final goodbye, uh, where between BJ, BG and um, BJ and uh, and Hawkeye. Yeah, and it was. I watched it, and of course, I remember watching it when I was a kid at, back in the eighties. And now I'm watching it again. And I'm still crying. It's such a good yeah, show.
1: It so. was excellently made. So and so now I'm going into fiction. Okay. It's all the, that was under history, by the way. Mm-hmm. the Korean. Um, our experience, our right, right. So, this is Isabel Allende. Mm-hmm. Again, one of my favorites. And she wrote this book called The Japanese Lover. Mm-hmm. And it takes place in California. And it's totally believable. Mm-hmm. And so, it of course takes this character, meets another character from her age, and then they go back in time a little bit. But it's pure romance.
0: All right. Have, romance. You know. There so we go. This,
1: and Isabel. Isn't even big she's, on writing yeah. about you know other cultures. She's,
0: I think she's from Chile, isn't she, yeah. or something like yeah. that? Yeah. So she's
1: so. she ha- she does write about other cultures, I guess. But this was the first time I um seen something really pretty ma- American. Kind of.
2: Awesome. Okay. But I loved
1: it for its romantic um mm-hmm. value. And then I'm gonna jump up to another big author is Lisa C. Oh, yeah. And so this particular um, book, The Island of Sea Women, is about uh, pearl divers
2: Mm.
1: off of Jeju Island Mm -hmm. in Korea, which is a big tourist place. Okay. And so this is about the history of those women.
0: Yeah. I've read one book by her. I think it was Snowflower. I can't uh, can't
1: remember the name of that either. She uh, has a lot of books.
0: She has Um, a lot of books. But I remember the one about Snowflower. Why can't I remember the title? But um, it was all about one of the big subjects in that was foot binding, and it was really difficult oh, to ouch. read.
1: Yeah, that would be hard. And um, then um, based on, along with that is um, someone took my pachinko this morning before oh. it, Ben came upstairs and said, do you have pachinko up here? It says it's um, on display. And I went,
0: mm. Yeah, I, I love, it. It I, like, love I love that book. I love that book. So
1: anyway, that's the Korean um, experience in mm-hmm. fiction. And it does cover a lot of culture of Koreans, and it's not all rich, you know, people or even middle class. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of going through different, and they were at war with the Japanese at right. that
0: time. Right.
1: So that was really, really a good, a good book. book it was really good Everyone loves that book, and yeah. it's going to be made into a movie this No, year.
0: I can hardly wait. Yeah.
1: So that's, <laughs> that's good. So we have a few more. Okay. This one is... Um, Jean Luen Yang and he wrote two really famous books but they're graphic novels because he's an artist Uh and one is American Born Chinese which is a little older Um, it won tons of awards Mm. and it's about three one is a folktale one two contemporary stories and then they all merge together. Oh wow. So he's a very good writer. Mm -hmm. And then he wrote Dragon Hoops, which is autobiographical Hmm. about him writing a book, like his publisher's going, "Um, it's time for the next book. Right, right. And so he's looking for a topic and he sets upon basketball, and of course, he hated sports. He's a big nerd, (laughs) and he was not a sports person, so he has to go around interviewing all these basketball people, and then he does a great history of basketball Mm. in the middle of it, too, and and then, like, continues his journey, and he follows this team, you know, along and becomes great right. friends with them. Mm-hmm. But really, really interesting. And then, of course, you're reading the book that he's trying to write.
0: Right, yeah. exactly. So you're sort of struggling along with him. So Yeah,
1: so that was pretty cool. And um, there are a few new mysteries coming out. All right. Uh, this is Thief of Souls by Brian, Brian Klingborg. Okay. But it is about China. Definitely. It describes um China very accurately mm-hmm. politically and geographically. So that one's interesting. And then there's another mystery a book called Adobo. Although I have to look on my Yeah, middle. look on your list here. It's by a Philippine author and it takes place near Chicago, which is really cool. Mm. Um Arsenic and Adobo. So it's a Nick and
0: adobo. Yeah. I love I love the title. I love oh, the title. It's so
1: funny <laughs> because it's a murder mystery, but it's about food.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. So
1: that's really cool. And then I also read "Oh, Beautiful" mm. um by Jung Yun, and it's about a Korean American whose dad was American, went overseas in the fifties, brought back a Korean wife, mm-hmm. and then she is revisiting because she's writing about fracking or not fracking. Well, they do frack also in North Dakota, South Dakota,
2: mm-hmm.
1: for getting that oil out of the shale. Yeah. And then so she went back to that and it just brought up memories for her. So then you, you know, are learning more about her mm-hmm. life and the hangups she has and why she has them. And okay. it's written so well. And there's always a little suspense there and, it's just a great novel. I was spellbound.
0: Wow. Yeah, okay. I really
1: liked it a lot. It's called Oh Beautiful because she remembered Oh Beautiful. Facious Skies. Facious guys, Yeah, yep.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah.
1: So What's that up? one was my favorite, I think, out of the new books that I read. That's a brand new book. Okay. And then Joan is okay is about a doctor who's Chinese and trying to live up to her expectations, <laughs> and finally decides that she's just fine the way she is. Mm-hmm. You
0: know. So yeah. that's
1: kind of it. Was a very gentle book.
0: Oh, okay, good. Good. You yeah. you don't get many gentle books by children of Chinese parents or something like that because no, usually not. they're very like.
1: Yeah. Success,
0: success, success. Yeah, so yeah.
1: it was it was good that she just came to herself. And another one was Fiona and Jane, and these were Taiwanese Americans
2: mm-hmm.
1: who ended up living in the United States, but still had Taiwanese parents.
2: Okay.
1: And their hang ups, and then they it was just like their friendship from little kids on, and it goes through cycles of everything, and then it ends up that they're still friends. Okay. So that. That one wasn't as exciting. <laughs> not as ex- still good,
0: but not it's as good. good. Yeah.
1: It's always good when you, um, her father turns out to be homosexual. Mm. And so that is a cultural no-no. Mm. And so getting through her acceptance of that and his acceptance of that, and then the mom's ignoring of that and they stayed married through the whole thing even though she was living in the U.S. Mm -hmm. that was enlightening so uh, that was interesting
0: all right all right well that's a lot of books books. and that's not even that's not even oh you have another oh I have one
1: more so this is the Cat Hussein book there's a lot of fantasy books too the Jade Legacy Jade City Jade War Jade Jade Legacy each of them stand on their own, but they're a series.
0: A series of books. Yeah, okay. and they're
1: really good. It's But this one is a Japanese book that was translated into English. And it's called The Cat Who Saved Books. And it was recommended in last week's, um, you know, What's New at Peter White mm. by Cat. Who works at uh, <laughs> okay,
0: there you go. The Cat Who Saves Books Recommended by Cat. By
1: Cat who right. works at circulation. And it is also a fantasy.
0: All right. Awesome. But it's
1: really but it is really a cute book. So All that's
0: right. it. All right. Well, that's a lot. And if you want to get your hands on any of these books, they're going to be going on display. And um, you can you can go down and check out the display. If you don't see it there, you can ask if you can find it. And I'm sure you'll be able to unless it's already checked out. So, all right. Well, that is Reference Librarian Lynette Succo's word for the day. Um, you always have such great and interesting recommendations for books. I, I love because these are books that I would never even think of looking at. So this is great. But before we let you out of the guest nerd chair, Lynette, we have to get at least one final book recommendation from you. A title that you think listeners should immediately run out and pick up off the shelf. Lynette, what book would you like to talk about, or what additional book would you like to talk about?
1: <laughs> Only one. <laughs> oh, I know, I
0: know. It's hard. It's difficult.
1: Well, this is Ellen Airgood's mm. newest book called Tin Can Tin Camp Road, okay. and I am almost done with it, not quite, but it is just like her her debut novel with mm-hmm. South of Superior, and they're both about people living in the UP just getting by don't want to leave the culture of the up because they're so used to it and you can live on practically nothing if you try but just that kind of you know going from job to job scrambling from here to there um it makes your heart kind of break a little bit and she has a child in this one too a 10 year old so uh i'll tell you how it ends but so far it's it's good and interesting and it's easy easy to read and she does write children's books too. Prairie Evers Mm. um, was like a old middle school, not even middle school, maybe fifth, sixth grade. Mm -hmm. And then she also wrote a sequel to that called The Education of Ivy Blake, Mm -hmm. Prairie's Best Friend. Okay. So Mm -hmm. those are both excellent books too, but also these are her adult books and I, um,
0: I and Tin Camp, Tin Camp Row, I think, was chosen as a Michigan Notable yes. this year.
1: Yes, it is so, on that list.
0: Yeah. Yep. So um, she, you know, I've tried, I'm trying to get a hold of Ellen Airgood. I have some friends who know her, so yeah. I'm trying to get her, maybe do a virtual appearance for us or, or something like that.
1: I've, I've um, met her many times Um She's really, really nice. She's Mm -hmm. very shy. Okay. Um. So she isn't real comfortable doing stuff. But maybe Uh, over Zoom, she would feel. She might feel more
0: comfortable comfortable. with it, you know. And and I I did. Come
1: to Marquette though, if you ask.
0: Well, that's what I'm thinking, you know, Mark, because she knows she knows John Smolens. They're friends, so I'm thinking, you know, if I can get her up during the summer. Yeah. But I am. I just booked um, Karen Dion for um, um, June. She's going to be reading the the way. Sister, she's the you know, yeah. and and the Marsh King's daughter was like huge, like yeah. a couple yeah. years ago. She's
1: so here too, she's really um, fun to listen to. Yeah,
0: so I'm I'm excited about that. But okay, so it's Ellen Airgood Tin Camp Road. That is the track. there. You go. That that is it. That's Lynette's recommendation of a book that you should pick up off the shelf. And we have come to the end of this episode of Library Nerds with Words. I want to thank Library Nerd guest ultra star Lynette Succo from the reference desk at Peter White Public Library for sitting down once again with me for a conversation we will see you in another 10 episodes, Lynette, because we 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 time this. Every 10 yeah, episodes, she's amazing. on. <laughs> so come back next week for episode 11 of this season, when we will welcome Lilith Mararo from the reference desk back to the guest nerd chair. Until that time, everyone, stay nerdy. Thank you for listening to Library Nerds with Words, Peter White Public Library's weekly podcast, giving you the word on what's cool at the library. The theme for the podcast is Happy Clappy by John Bartman, used courtesy of Pixabay. This episode was written and produced by Martin Ackitts and sponsored by Peter White Public Library. Until next week, pick up a good book, listen to some good music, watch a good movie, attend a great event. And remember, library nerds are the coolest people around.